but sometimes things don't make sense, you know, and, and we, we, there's times you should feel, um, you know, just, just, you just feel sad, you know, and this is one of them, and, and you know, you have to get through it. Uh, we will, we all will. Uh, we all have to uh, be strong, um, you know, <laughs> You know, we, we laughed and joked about the mama mentality, you know. Um, we all, we're all going to need it right now. All of us know what a great player he was, but he went beyond great playing. He was a competitor uh, that, is, that goes unmatched, and it's what made him, uh, as a player, so attractive to everybody, that focus, uh, that competitiveness, that will to win. Uh, and even more importantly than that, uh, we all feel a, a deep sense of loss for what he meant to all of us in so many ways and so many millions of people loved him for so many different reasons. Everything I learned um, came from Kobe. Um, everything. Take Kobe away, I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't have love, I wouldn't have the passion, the drive. Um, you know, everything, everything came from There's something so damn uplifting about him. It just made you want to be better in every aspect of your life because that's who he was. And that's the standard of excellence that he held himself to all the time. And um, today's just a really, today's a tough day. Today's a hard day. And I hope that um, everybody at home, you, you give that person next to you, um, whatever, thing you have wrong in your life with them, if this might be small or big, let the go. It doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters, man. They are going to let the shot clock run out because of the number 24 to honor Kobe Bryant. And that's the way I think a lot of us feel here tonight. Just don't feel like broadcasting. I know a lot of the players, <clears throat> excuse me, don't feel like playing. It's just a sad, sad day. Man, uh, this is uh, this is an episode I know we never wanted to do. Definitely never planned on doing this. Not excited about doing this. But uh, the day after Kobe Bryant and 13-year-old daughter Gianna and seven others died in a helicopter crash. Man, I uh, we were talking a little off air, and it was it was a feeling I had yesterday that I've been very fortunate enough to have never felt before. And whether that's um, not losing close family members, uh, I've been very fortunate, or, or friends, but this, this gut punch, this real feeling of uh, disbelief at first, for sure. And uh, this kind of general haze uh, throughout um, my last 24 plus hours, it's uh, it's been surreal, nonetheless. How are you feeling today? <sighs> feel weird. I feel really weird. Um, spent my whole life rooting against Kobe, so I lost my favorite villain. So it hurts. So a bit speechless. Still, it's been twenty four hours, and uh, I don't quite know what the worst part is like yeah we lost a basketball player um we lost a father 
We lost someone who fundamentally changed pop culture. Um, and the music aspect, like, Kobe was that dude. In the fashion aspect, Kobe also, like, fundamentally pushed the boundaries in, in sneaker culture and in, in clothing. Um, and not in the same way that it's being pushed right now, but, like, he was amongst, you know, someone who wanted to hang out around people who, and, and learn from people who influenced other major cultures and how they took over those cultures. Uh, Kobe was someone who demanded greatness, and though you may have an argument if you didn't get along with him as a teammate, he motivated people by the millions, by the hundreds of millions, and uh, and we're seeing it over the past 24 hours. Yeah, he was kind of our guy growing up. Hey, for, yeah. better, for better or for worse, like you said, he was he was your villain. But um, uh, Brett Foster, a friend of uh, both of ours, uh, that was that was his guy, right? And that that goes for millions and millions of people across the globe. Kobe was their guy, and growing up in the age that we did, I mean, him him being drafted when we're like five, four years old, and and growing up and watching him get that three peat and the breakup with Shaq, and he he was it. He was the guy that people would go out into their driveways and either pretend to be or pretend to beat. Yeah. And love to hate him or just absolutely love him. And we're seeing that now for sure of the of course the the outpouring of emotion and um and storytelling from not just people in the media but these players because we're <laughs> we're a, we're the similar age as a lot of these people in the NBA right now. And yeah. you 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 saw it all yesterday with um, these almost impossible games that they had to play, uh, to no, no fault of anybody's. Um, but that was their guy, just as much as he was our guy. And uh, someone, a guy like Trey Young, right, just growing up idolizing him, and Kobe coming to him because Gianna was uh, just loved watching Trey Young and wanted to work out with his trainer and stuff like that. Like Kobe, Kobe intersected so many lives in the NBA. Whether it's working out with Demar or Giannis in the summer, Jason Tatum. Um, people wearing his shoes, people talking about like George Hill talking about his first playoff experience as a rookie. He had to go and guard Kobe and stuff like that, right? Um, and I'm sure we're going to hear from LeBron. We're going to hear from all these other guys um, that we haven't heard from yet. But it, it's incredible to lose someone like that, so polarizing, but yet so loved. Um, to an entire generation so early in his life. I think that's why, I mean, not only because of who he was and what he did in his in his career and what he did for his family and stuff like that, but um, how he was taken from us and, and when he was taken from us and just the, the disbelief for what seemed like hours uh, Sunday afternoon. I mean that's why it hurt so much uh that's why it just felt it just felt so sudden and didn't it didn't feel true like you heard a lot of people on on podcast today and saying that they were just waiting for that next foot to drop of of another report that it was wrong because no one wanted to believe it yeah it was the potency of kobe's energy that we really felt missing 
as soon as we found out it happened. Um, in two, two and a half seasons of being retired, the amount of things that Kobe was able to do and remain relevant and remain in the basketball discussion and just remain on court side and be around the people around the league that he helped shape into what it is today, um, that's going to be missed. That's going to be heavily and sorely missed. And uh, he kind of lives on in all those guys. Like like you said, he was our guy as much as you know. he is the guy to three-quarters of, of the league right now. Um, he's the only way he could live on is through those guys and through the millions of people he touched. And it's, it's crazy to see like a guy like DeMar DeRozan have to play, you know, someone who grew up in Compton idolizing Kobe Bryant, wearing Kobe Bryant shoes, having to play the game to like within an hour of finding out. Um, we spoke a bit off mic. Uh, the first team to find out during like warmups was the Rockets and you could see it on their faces. Like they did not, and you, you can't blame them. Who wanted to be out there? Um, and it, unfortunately, you're the NBA. You you can't cancel a game with you know thousands and thousands of people um, showing up there on just a you know a moment's notice. So it's a it's a bit unfortunate that you couldn't you know just halt things where they were. But at the same time, like I, I think it was extremely tasteful that every organization tried to do something to you know, acknowledge what is arguably the biggest loss in basketball. Without a doubt. I, the 24-second and 8-second violations to start almost every game Yeah. yesterday I thought was extremely touching and, and thoughtful. People writing on their shoes, of course. Trey Young coming out uh, for those first two possessions wearing number 8. Um, guys like Norm Powell saying that if hey if if we're gonna I'd I'd re- I'd change my number right now if we're gonna retire twenty four league wide, which I know people are talking about, or even talking about the the All Star game if there's gonna be a whole team of twenty fours and a whole team of eights kind of thing. The NBA, I imagine, is still trying to figure out the best way to do it. Uh, we found out a couple hours right before uh, we came on air here that uh, they're going to reschedule or postpone the Lakers Clippers game tomorrow night which I think is a great call I don't think the Lakers organization is is ready and and still grieving as as many people are um dude it's too fresh for me and I'm some dork in Winnipeg I I can't imagine Los Angeles right now without a doubt and uh, I think that's the right move by the NBA but I mean we don't need to talk about right moves or bad moves um we don't have a lot of time we're we're gonna do a 24 minute episode for the guy um for Kobe Bean Brian today uh including uh his his Oscar winning uh short love and basketball at the end um or dear basketball pardon me Something I wanted to bring up for sure is what I what I have loved about the past 24 hours is really trying to find everything written about him and every interview with people talking about him. And I think that's really helped me as far as closure. And something that's really kind of stuck with me is, um, I mean, his work ethic kind of transcends basketball. That that's Everyone's known this, the whole Mamba mentality. Um, people talk about uh, something that he he created himself, but 
what I think is so important, which I think will will be one of his like lasting legacies uh, amongst many things, is he was the guy that the best of the best in the world looked up to. He was the guy that motivated guys like Tiger Woods and some of the best tennis players in the world, like Nadal and Djokovic and all these NBA players today, as, as you mentioned. Neymar. Neymar, right? Tributing the other day. Ronaldinho. 100%. Terry Henry. These are the best of the best on the planet at what they do, and Kobe Bryant was the guy that they looked up to. I don't think you can say that about almost anyone. And to me, that really hit home yesterday was everyone needs some sort of motivation, whether it's it's Neymar scoring a goal at the highest level or somebody just trying to get to the gym on a Monday. Yeah. Kobe did that for so many people, and he made working hard really cool. And one of my favorite stories... Um, it's kind of a two-part story, and it's really quick, and a lot of people have heard this, but I think this this impact to the NBA, we'll never know what the actual impact was, but I like to think that it was it was grand, was that 2008 Olympics team, the, this story that Bosch and Wade and LeBron tell of they had like an 8 a.m. breakfast before their first scrimmage in Las Vegas, before um, the team kind of got together. And this was like to that this 2008 Beijing team was incredible. I don't want to say Dream Team 2.0 because they've been saying that for a bunch of different teams, but it was incredibly stacked. Those three that I mentioned, Kobe, Chris Paul, I mean, you name it. It was an incredibly stacked team. And they go to go for breakfast at 8 a.m. A lot of them are in their sweats, they're yarning, they're just rolling out of bed, and Kobe is there drenched to the toes with ice bags on his knees cuz he's been shooting for 3 hours. And then part two of this story is actually in Beijing where one of the U.S. Olympic trainers, he actually told this story on Reddit six or seven years ago. And he said that he gave, he gave Kobe his number of like when, uh, like, here, I'll come open the gym and we can go work out kind of thing anytime you want. 4.45 a.m., he gets a text and Kobe's like, hey, <laughs> let's go. Can you, bring, can you open up the gym for me? So they go. They get, they get some shots up about an hour or two, whatever. It's six, almost seven in the morning. The trainer goes back to bed because they don't have they don't have team practice until eleven a.m. Goes to bed, gets breakfast, comes back for practice, and uh, Kobe's still shooting on the other side, again drenched as always. And he's like, "Hey, like, uh, you're you're still shooting? Like, uh, did you leave?" And he's like, "No, I I just finished. <laughs> I had to get eight hundred. And, and he's just talking like it's nothing. And that was from five a.m. till eleven a.m. And that was that was an almost like a, a an off day in Beijing for the Olympics, and the, the impact that had on some of the best talent, including LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, I think is it's it's unmeasurable. But I like to think it's so profound. I think it has a huge reason why the talent boom in the NBA exists right now. When people talk about how. It's the most talent this league has ever seen. I think that's because everyone grew up watching Kobe, idolizing Kobe, and wanting to work as hard as him. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now. Whether it's from when he was young and kind of almost rebellious and standoffish to when he truly took control of a team by himself, you know, Shaq, Shaq's departure and him taking over. And, and then, you know, 
kind of his farewell tour and kind of accepting life after basketball. Um, across the whole way, he found his way to emit that sort of influence and that hard work ethic. Um, if you don't mind, I'm just going to play a couple favorite moments that he touched or influenced others. When I got four, you got four. I was like, hey, I yeah. got four. He got four. That's straight. When you got that fifth one, and yeah. then, hold on. You said, I just wanted to get one more. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. TVs. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Yeah, ain't nothing he can do about it either. We know what it means as a team, but what about individually for you? Just got one more to Shaq. <laughs> so you can take that to the bank. How much more do you want from me? More. How much more successful do you want me to be? More successful. How many records can my records break? More records. But, but I'm the best. But are you a different animal and the same beast? What the f does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome. Do you think your daughter might want to play in the WNBA? She does for sure. She does. I, I don't. I mean, this, this kid, man. She's Wouldn't like, that be great, dude, man? I, I'm telling you, the, be, the best thing, the best thing that happens is when we go out and, and, and fans will come up to me and she'll be standing next to me and they'll be like, "Hey, you gotta have a boy. You and V gotta have a boy, man. You have somebody carry on the tradition, the legacy." She's like, "Oi, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, boy, for that, I got this." Like, that's right. Yes, you do. You got it. And that's one thing, too. Um, rest in peace, Gianna. Um, someone who looked like she was ready to uh, make that next leap as well. Uh, Kobe was doing what he can for women's basketball. And we were talk talking about it a couple weeks ago and how women's basketball is, is growing. And uh, Kobe was the proponent of that, coaching the Mamba Academy. Um, you know, coaching his daughter. That was really cool. And uh, that happened, that was, I believe, in 2018. Um, and that, that was, like, the first real, like, oh, Kobe, like, after, after basketball is uh, still going to be a part of our lives. Yeah, and what I'm really thankful for is I think one of my lasting memories of him will be that courtside shot of him and his daughter. Where breaking down I, the game, I believe it was at a Nets game, and uh, you could tell they're they're definitely talking shop. You know, like he yeah. he's breaking down the game, he's talking about what's happening, and she finishes one of his sentences, and he kind of gives like a an approving nod. You got this, and it's uh, that that's something I'll always remember. And uh, another thing, as far as like people just talking about him, like how much he cared for his daughters, and uh, I mean. It's 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 tragically poetic in a way, but the reason he used a helicopter is because he wanted to spend more time with his family. And the reason they left in a helicopter Sunday morning is to go to one of Gianna's basketball games. And, I mean, th things happen, of course, but he did all these things because he wanted to be that dad. And and that's amazing. That's a it's a it's a great way to remember a guy like Kobe, who was a villain to some, but uh, years after his retirement, becoming an amazing dad. 
and yeah. uh, and really diving into it and see that Kimmel clip. I mean, it's it's really tragic of what we lost. I saw the UConn women's basketball team put uh, put a jersey and a chair out uh, for Gianna tonight for their game as well. So, um, what she could have been, of course. I mean, we can always we can always think, but. Um, an absolute tragic loss and of course the seven others in in the helicopter as well um i mean what else more is there to say there's not much um any quick lasting memories of yours we can go fairly quick as we end this episode at at 24 minutes favorite memories off the cuff uh shot against phoenix big time buzzer beater uh, shows his logo. Oh my goodness! Uh, That's the statue, is it not? Yeah, I uh, hope so. Got one more than Shaq. Um, that or his arms spread out on the table. Yeah, Mamba mentality. Um, Sixty points and fifty shots. I'll never forget that night. Uh, free throws with a torn Achilles. Uh, th- there's a lot, but uh, yeah. Now we have to move forward, and uh, obviously there, there's time of grievance, but. Um, there is also just the significance of his impact and what he's done and how he's touched all of us. We should really relish and appreciate that. And in Mamba mentality, um, live life to the fullest. A hundred percent. Really well said, man. Um, I, th- I think Brian Shaw said it really, really well. Um, somebody who lost his family very early in a tragic car accident as well saying, I mean, memories are all you got when it comes down to it. And thinking about them and being positive about them um, can really kind of take you past this moment. And it is sometimes tough that it it takes a tragic accident like this to put things in perspective, but there truly are very few things that matter in this world, and it's family and friends, your health, and doing what you love. And that's what Kobe was all about. And uh, if we can take anything away from this, uh, it's that. It's, it's those very few things that matter and, and brushing everything else aside and making those a priority. Uh, we're going to finish off with uh, one of Kobe's probably greatest accomplishments, Oscar award-winning um, piece that he wrote fully himself. I also learned in a podcast today, <laughs> one of the few Player Tribune uh, articles uh, that... Uh, somebody wrote a hundred percent themselves and later turned into this anime grant or Oscar winning animated short. Uh, but, uh, Neil surge here, game of runs, 101.5 UMFM Kobe rest in power. A one point game. Dear Basketball. From the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots in the Great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep, I gave you my all. 
from my mind and body to my spirit and soul. As a six-year-old boy, deeply in love with you, I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. I ran up and down every court after every loose ball for you. You asked for my hustle. I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and the hurt. Not because challenge called me. But because you called me. I did everything for you. Because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream. And I'll always love you for it. But I can't love you obsessively for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding. My mind can handle the grind. But my body knows it's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you to know now, so we both can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks, garbage can in the corner, Five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, three, two, one. Love you always, Kobe.